Easter is done. Let the planning for Christmas begin. How did Easter services go at your church? Out here in Phoenix, Arizona, I am pleased to announce and share that we had an incredible set of Easter celebrations at my church in Ahwatukee, and I've been following a lot of y'all on Twitter, and it just seems like it was yet another incredible weekend for the kingdom of God, and we had a lot of new people come into the fold of God. Very, very, very cool. A lot of people accepting Jesus for the first time, and let's face it, that's why we do this, right, people? We do what we do for the organizations that we do it because we know that there is potential to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and change their lives forever. It's very, very exciting, and I hope that you, where you are at, are experiencing some of the goodness that's coming out of our Easter services. My name is Dave Shrine, and this is the Church Marketing Podcast, and you are listening to a bonus sneak peek episode. My last conversation with Jerry True, I shared with uh, everyone that that would be our last sneak peek episode, but something funny happened. I was checking out the comments section on churchmarketingsucks.com, and I saw that we had a request for information when it comes to using Facebook and Facebook ads. Well, it just so happened that the second half of my conversation with Josh Burns was about Facebook and Facebook ads. So rather than holding on to it and you know using it at some arbitrary time in the future, I wanted to go ahead and just share it right now. There's no reason why I shouldn't. And if it can help you prepare for Mother's Day, Father's Day, 4th of July, kick off to school, whatever, if it can help you, there's no reason why we need to hold it back. So today we are going to be looking at the second half of my conversation with Josh Burns. But before we get into that, as preparation for our first full length episode is in full effect. I've got the interview, the conversation scheduled tomorrow with our guest, and I'll be announcing who that is in the coming weeks. But as, as we're putting the final touches on this preparation and starting to record all the material, I need some help from you guys. And so if you consider yourself a leader at your church, if you're creating content, if you're a part of the team that makes the content for social media or for your website or helps you know, put those conversation pieces together. I really want to hear from you. I know it's a little bit uh, audacious asking, uh, requesting a hard request to get you to uh, contribute to the show. But I really want to, I really want to put the onus on our community and say, Hey, let's do this together. It's not, it's not me or a guest here or there, or a few people in a, in a small room, like a, a draft war room for the NFL but it's all of us contributing to this community of what works in the communication field for the church. And so what I want to ask that you do is go to churchmarketingsucks.com slash CMP and find this episode. It's going to be uh, Josh Burns conversation part two. I want you to go to this episode and I want you to leave a comment in the comment section. And here's what I want it to be about. What are you doing in social media and on your website to prepare, to celebrate, to honor mothers on Mother's Day. And beyond that, what have you seen 
that has been really effective. Any cool stuff. I just saw a video come out the other day and I'll put a, a link to this in the show notes, but it was a fake job that was put on a job employment website like monster.com or something. And it said, um, job description and it, it didn't say that it was for a mother, but it put in the job description required of mothers. And so there were real virtual interviews and the man conducting the interview was reading off the job description saying there it's, it's a 24 seven job. Uh, the associate will need to be fed at specific times. Um, and you will not be able to take a moment off until the associate has gone to bed. And it's just a great, hilarious example of a organization that put together content surrounded specifically around the purpose of mother's day. So what have you seen? What are you doing? What are you anticipating coming up for mother's day? And let's share some of those ideas. And in the may episode, um, I'll drop it the first week of may. I will put together a list of all the ideas that everyone shares. And if there's an idea from another church that will work well at your church, go ahead and adopt that and, and implement it in a way that it will succeed in your church. Not everything, you know, works across state lines, even across city lines. What works in Los Angeles, California is not really going to have the same effectiveness in Paducah, Kentucky, Paducah, Kentucky. That's where all of my family is. So that's why it's on the brain. Anyone listening from Paducah? Chime in on the comment section. Let me know. But it's not going to work necessarily across state or city lines. So adapt it. See how it works at your church. And then let's report on it after Mother's Day. Okay, so on to my conversation with Josh Burns about Facebook and more importantly, the use of Facebook ads. I will say that I went ahead and I did use Facebook ads for Easter. And I boosted, um, boosted, I shouldn't say that because that's an actual term. We'll get into what that term actually means. But I made two Facebook ads for Easter. The first one was an ad focused on getting people who already like my church, Mountain Park Community Church, who already like my church to RSVP to our Sunday morning services. And the real reason I wanted to do that was to get our Sunday morning services on their brain because we had a second campaign going on that was encouraging people to come to 7 a.m. So we were putting we were putting Easter celebration, Easter morning on their brain, and then we were saying, come to the 7 a.m., come to the 7 a.m. And we wound up having a great participation rate in our 7 a.m. celebration. The other ad that I created was a ad based upon the suggestion of Josh Burns. In our first episode, we referenced an ad where he said, you can spread the word about Easter by sharing this photo on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And so I went ahead and I created my own version of that ad and I put it up online and within two hours, Facebook denied my ad. They shut my ad down. Why? Because I had too much text. Facebook only allows you to promote, to create ads, to boost ads when the photo has less than 20% of text. And apparently mine had more. 20% is not as much as you think. So uh, that's my experience with Facebook ads over the Easter weekend. Now I will say, based upon Josh's recommendation to create a picture and share it, I had 19 shares on that particular post. And I'll put a link in the show notes so you can see what I did versus what Josh did. But it was great. Josh said, you have to make the ask. So I made the ask 
and I experienced great success. I hope you experienced some success with your Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus and social media strategy across the board. Uh, if you did, feel free to shoot me an email, Dave at cfcclabs.org. Uh, the CFCC Labs, that's the center for church communications. That's the mothership here. That's who we're doing this podcast underneath. So Dave at cfcclabs.org and just share your story with me of how your ads were successful over the Easter weekend or leading up to it. So as we get into this conversation here, I want to tell you that it is a true back and forth. It's a shooting the breeze type conversation. So um, if you're not hearing exactly what you thought uh, you were going to hear up front, just hang in there. We do get to some good stuff. But Josh and I, we really we really had this part of our uh, discussion as a true conversation uh, forum. It's just a, a really great back and forth. So hang in there. Listen to the conversation. Um, we will talk in depth about how to create a Facebook ad, and I'm going to have a PDF on churchmarketingsucks.com slash CMP. Click on this episode and you'll be able to download a PDF that visually walks through the things that we are audibly talking through. So you can, you can go through that, um, at a separate time and, uh, to set up our conversation, we are coming right out of our discussion on using bit.ly to track links, to track Twitter links, to track, um, Facebook links. So that's where we're picking up. Go ahead, catch this second half of our conversation, and I will catch you at the end of the conversation. Yeah, that's, that's also been super helpful. Now, now this isn't directly related to, um, isn't directly related to church social media. I, I have a, I have a buddy and I run social media for him. Uh, he has a restaurant and we've been using bit.ly for his stuff as well. And we've found that the majority of the people who are finding his stuff, whether it's tracking through, um, bit.ly links, whether it's tracking through, um, uh, buffer or any other tools that we're using out there, the, the majority of his stuff is coming through from Yelp. And so just, just mm. the power of, um, of knowing where things are coming from, knowing where people are finding your stuff like that's super helpful because now he's considering spending money to actually extend his reach on Yelp. At first we were talking about Facebook and we may still do that because a great amount of reach comes from there. But, um, but now that he knows a great deal of people are finding him through Yelp, he, he may, you know, look at spending some capital there. So, um, so are you guys using any type of paid ads right now? Um, yeah, it's actually interesting you brought that up. Uh, so we are, we're in the midst of creating kind of a Facebook ad campaign for Easter. Um, this will be the first time we've done it for Easter. We've done it in the past year for some other events, but, um, yeah, this will be the first time for Easter. So we're expecting, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it because I think it's going to reach hopefully some people that we would not necessarily, um, be able to reach otherwise. Um, but yes, we, we are, we are going to, uh, get that started here soon. And one thing, so one thing I think that's going to be great about it. One thing I think that's great about, uh, Facebook ads, uh, specifically is the targeting capabilities that mm -hmm. you do have. Um, you know, you can target down to 
the city um yeah. and within you know a certain a certain area of the city and so for us in chicago that's i mean that's killer you know we can we can target ads to chicago specifically well yeah you guys and, are so dense i mean you say yeah. just a general area and that could mean people who you know in a in a suburb a 15 minute drive is nothing but in a dense city like chicago i mean 15 minutes is probably you know I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking out of ignorance, but it seems like it could be a lot bigger of a deal than it would, and you know, in a suburb, even like you know, Phoenix or something like that. Oh yeah, I mean, you're talking literally, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not more, millions of people um, within within uh, the city limits of yeah. Chicago. So yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to again tailor tailor you know tailor those ads and. Um, that's that's one of the things uh, in the next week I'm going to be working on. But yeah, on that note, I kind of yeah want to share a little bit about um, you know what how we're going to be approaching that. Some some things to look watch out for as far as um, Facebook ads go because yeah. I know I think I think <laughs> in the realm of social media for churches, this is probably one of the most untouched areas oh, right it's a now. Complete mystery. Um, yeah, you're. You're dead right. It's a complete mystery. And even for me, Josh, like I look at it and sometimes I feel like I've just got a shotgun and I'm just spraying bullets <laughs> and it's sure. like ammo is expensive. I don't want to, I don't, totally. wanna, I don't want to just waste it. And that's the way I feel about, um, that's the way I feel about the Facebook ads. It's like, how do you, am I wasting my money? So how, how are you combating that? Sure, sure, yeah, and and obviously that's you know a huge uh, issue for churches in general, right? Like you're always going to be running up against resources, budgets, all of those things. Those are, so you know going to leadership and saying, well, we're we have to spend money on Facebook now is kind of like <laughs> it's a tough sell. Um, <laughs> I thought Facebook was free, right? <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, so I think you know some some things to watch out for are um, you know never. I would. I'm highly discouraging, discouraging anyone to ever pay um, to promote their page yeah. uh, just to get likes. Yeah. Um, I think that is the biggest uh, waste of money. Um, there have been some, some, uh, just some some things that have been proven um, that those those likes are not actual real likes um it's it's just click farms kind of you know doing their thing um, which that even that damages your reach then because reach yeah. organic reach now has reached ha, ha, pun not intended has <laughs> reached an all-time low um i think i saw 16 percent somewhere organic reach has has gotten so low so if you're just paying to get people to like your page now that organic reach is going to quote unquote Facebook users who aren't legit, who aren't even yeah. genuine users, and the people who are genuine users are not going to be seeing your posts. So yeah, I echo that. Yeah, totally. So um, yeah, never pay for a like. Uh, I'm all about growing your reach organically, growing those likes from people that are actually in your church and then friends of those people and then friends of those people. You know, if you're, uh, I've got a post on my blog. I talk about if you're creating good quality, valuable content on a consistent basis on your Facebook page, that's the best way to, um, create organic reach. Um, so yeah, make sure, make sure you're doing that first of all. Um, 
but then I would say on the on the flip side of that, um, probably the best use of your money when it comes to Facebook ads is uh, is sponsored stories. Yeah. And so, what's a sponsored a, story? Yeah. So there's a little confusion um, on the terms, on the technicalities of all this. And again, like you said, all, a lot of this is just like a mystery. And Facebook has not made it easy on themselves either when it comes to all this it's just like looking into deer in the headlights um so yeah there's a so you'll see below each of your facebook posts um a little button it says boost post okay um they actually just this past week i noticed they changed the design of that to blue so it sticks it out more because they want you to click that button um you can pay five bucks to boost a single post um to uh, you can either boost it to the people who already like your page or you can try to boost it um, to uh, kind of an extended reach of people who have not yet liked your page. Now, just something um, I want to clarify. If you're yeah. using – for churches out there who are using a Facebook profile page, you're mm. not going to see this. What we're talking about is – is, I don't know. Do they still call them fan pages? They're organizational pages, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're using, if you created a profile for your church and it, and you know, you gave it the first name um, Park and the last name Community Church, you're not going to see this boost button. What you want to do is you want to create an actual Facebook fan page, and I'll put a link in the show notes on where you can go to do that. But that would be, and there's actually a way for you to convert all of your quote unquote friends from a profile page if that's what you did for your church over to a fan page i'll I'll put a link in the show notes for that as well but i just want to clarify if you're looking right now if you're listening you don't see this little boost um you you may have created or you definitely have created um, a profile page and you want to switch that over that said continue on that's a good point yeah so um so you're running a facebook page uh you see that boost button that's kind of i think uh you know the mediocre way to 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 utilize your money on Facebook. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily is the best thing to do, but I don't think it's you know you, it's not like you're paying for fake um, fake people to like your page. Yeah. If you can you can boost it to the to the people who already like your page, which for some for some uh, for some posts that may be a, a good thing to do. But uh, the the thing I would I'm I'm really gonna focus on for this Easter is um, sponsored stories. Okay. And so basically, what that is is you create a post and um, and then you just would, like normal, right? Sure. Yeah, just like normal. Um, and what's great about sponsored stories is that you can really customize these things. Uh, so if you've got a link in there. Um, you can, you can just like a normal post, you would be able to upload your own photo, your Mm -hmm. own picture, your own design, and then you can actually, um, put in buttons and your own descriptions in those, in those link in, in those embeddable links. Um, (coughs) how do I create a sponsored story? So you, you say you go ahead and create the post like normal. Now, once I've done that, where, what do I do? Where am I going? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I will do my best to explain this over over uh, an audio podcast. I know it's not <laughs> it's not it's not easy because you know yeah, you guys, are, you guys just are just general direction. Yeah, sure. So on your page, you'll you'll see a um, if you're in the upper right hand corner, um, 
it looks like Facebook's messing with design again. So I'm, you know, I never know who's looking at what, but yeah. um, there's there should be a little arrow that's pointing down. Okay. Uh, you can click that, and then there'll be a button that says Manage Ads. Um, I'm not sure if you're seeing that or not. I but, do see that. Yeah. Uh, so you can click that, and you'll be taking taken to kind of this. It's like a whole new world once you once yeah. you get in there. Um, you probably are not going to understand what you're looking at. Honestly, I'm still figuring out what all of what all of this means. Um, and so you, you you get into your ads manager for your page, and then you'll see a uh, green button on the right side. It says create ad. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll click that guy, and um, you'll be taken to. Uh, kind of a new page and so and then you'll have the option to create a page post engagement page likes clicks to website website conversions and again all this stuff you're probably like well i just want to create a an ad that's all um so you'll go to uh, a page post engagement um and the reason the reason I say to do this rather than simply boosting a post, you're essentially doing a similar thing to just boosting a post, but the, this is kind of going through another process that'll allow you to customize it, uh, you know, a lot more. It's like a boost um, on steroids or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then it this will it'll take you through kind of a step by step process. I won't go through it all right now, but. Um, it'll take you kind of through a step-by-step process on how you can create that ad for that post. And what's, what's great is, uh, about this is that this shows up in a, in someone's newsfeed. If, uh, so say if I have a friend who likes a sponsored post by, um, Amazon or Coke or whatever, um, it'll show up in my newsfeed as, okay, this, my friend Amy liked this page, like this post. Um, and it'll, it'll still show up as a normal post Uh in, uh, in the newsfeed, uh, which I, I love because, um, you know, I think what Facebook was finding was that nobody was paying attention to those posts on the, on the, uh, the ads on the, on the sidebar there. Um, so to have this actually integrated into the newsfeed is huge. Um, I think it, you know, it definitely creates more engagement around it, and definitely will boost your reach uh, when it comes, you know, because, you know, your your friend will like it, and then their friends will like it, and then, it, you know, just kind of the the ripple effect from there. So the, you know, that's kind of. Um, where we're going to be focusing some of our attention um, for specifically for Easter, but we've we've done it with a couple other events as well, and you know we found some some success from that. Um, so yeah, and I'm gonna uh, hopefully my next uh, my next project is going to be kind of putting together a Facebook Ads 101 uh, for churches. Um, so yeah, look I'll for, buy it. Look for that. <laughs> Seriously, it you know I've used I've used Facebook Ads. I mean I'm even looking here, and we've spent several thousand dollars over the last you know couple of years using Facebook Ads and. Sometimes I feel like I've done a good job and sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I hope I'm, you know, I hope this isn't going to be on my judgment roll call sheet that I use church <laughs> dollars for this. And, you know, it, t- it takes experience, right? It takes good at, at creating ads it, or it takes time to get good at creating ads. It takes time to get good at 
you know, spending, spending money responsibly. And so, um, you know, what I have found is that just kind of going at it, not just aimlessly, you know, just just spraying, you know, money here and there, but kind of saying, okay, this is, this is what my end result is. This is what I want as an end result. I'm going to try going about it this way. And, you know, I think it will take a little bit of failure, um, when you first start to, um, you know, experiment with Facebook ads for the first time. What I'm going to do is because, yeah, you're right. It does kind of have a hard time translating. I'm going to create just a little PDF um, with images that walk through the steps that you've gave us because once you get to, I'm looking at this, what kinds of results do you want for your ads? Um, You know, where you kind of walked me, walked me to, I'm looking at this and it, it is a little bit foreign, but it looks like it's understandable. It looks like with a yeah. little bit of time, I'd be able to go through here and understand it. Um, so I'm going to put some screenshots together just so folks can walk through it as well. And, uh, you know, if, if anybody has any questions about this, feel free to use the comment section. And uh, if if Josh doesn't get back to you right away, I will pester him. I'll shoot him in the mouth <laughs> and say, hey, Josh, there's a good question on the comment section. Can you go take a look? And uh, I'll, I'll and, be in there. And there we go. So, hey, you know, just real quick as we wrap up here, um, why why do you do social media for the church? Like what like what gets you excited? Just give me a short, brief answer of your theology of you know why why you think this is important uh, for a church to engage with, especially coming up on Easter. Oh man, you got another hour? Uh, no, <laughs> kidding. Uh, yeah, no. I my my vision and why I'm why I'm passionate about using social media for the church is because um, it's, it's the communication tool for our culture. And it is, I, I believe, one of the best ways to communicate the gospel to um, on a, even on a one-on-one basis, but also on a, on a large scale, right? So um, it's, a, it's a great relationship platform. Um, and that's what I will preach Till the day I die, um, to you know, till I go to the grave. Social media is a relationship platform. Um, it's not the end all, be all of of that relationship, um, but it is definitely uh, one of the best ways, one of the first best touch points um, for for that relationship. And if we can use that uh, to to communicate the gospel effectively, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone anyone's going to be able to stop us as the church. So that's that's what I'm passionate about, <laughs> dude. I I. I, I appreciate that. When you just when when you said no one's going to be able to stop us as the church, I I just got chills. I don't think that's an attitude that you know we have often enough. I think um, I, that's definitely helpful for me. So, Josh, thanks so much, man. I really really do appreciate you taking the time, and uh, and I think a lot of this is going to be super helpful. I know it is for me, and I think it'll be super helpful for a lot of our listeners. So, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yep. There you have it. Part two of my conversation with Josh Burns. There's a couple things that I want to drill down on real quick before we, uh, before we say goodbye here. Uh, the first one is when you're creating Facebook ads, you need to know what you're trying to accomplish. I shared in there that, uh, I, sometimes I felt like I was just spraying bullets and just wasting uh, ammunition and you know the the illustration there is just wasting tithe dollars and and that's not a great feeling so there there's two parts to that the first part is just gaining the experience and i really do think that you have to get good at spending money in different areas i remember when i first started at my job at mountain park community church 
I spent about $80 on replacement CD drives for some PCs that we have on campus. I'm pleased to announce that we are all Mac now. However, at the time we did have some PCs and so I needed one replacement drive and I went ahead and I ordered two additional ones because all of our PCs were old. Well, those two additional replacement drives sat on my shelf for about three years until I finally just put them in a church garage sale because we weren't going to use them. We were using PCs across the board and all of our, or Macs across the board and all of our PCs were gone. So it, that was a great lesson for me in how to spend money wisely. And uh, fortunately it was only $80, but at the same time, uh, you don't want to make that mistake again. Facebook ads, uh, social media ads are very much the same way. It takes a lot of research and it takes a lot of experience to get good. So that's the first part. The second part is if you have no idea what you're trying to accomplish, if you don't know what you're trying to direct people towards, you are going to waste money. Now you might experience some incidental success, some success just because it was a great photo that you put up there or because it, it connected in a specific way. But it, but that, that's really uh, the exception to the norm. If you're just creating an ad or boosting a post willy nilly, you're not going to see the type of results that you could, if it was part of an overall strategy to get people to engage in a particular initiative. Now this church marketing podcast is all about creating those strategies and helping helping you come up with what is a good strategy. So we'll get into that more in future episodes, but the principle to take away for now is know what you're trying to accomplish. Again, I want to just highlight that if you do create an ad with a photo, use a photo that has 20% or less in text. Facebook will shut down. It will turn off your ad if you're using more than 20% text. And like I said at the front end, 20% is not as much as you think. So really be intentional about the imagery that you use. The last thing that I want to chime in on, and this is just a real practical thing as well, is when you're creating your suggested stories, I highly recommend turning off the sidebar option. You'll see a list, you'll see a, a drop down, an accordion toggle of creating a sponsored story, creating, um, um, mobile story and then creating a sidebar story. I really recommend removing those sidebar stories unless you have a specific reason for leaving it on there. And I, I would imagine there are some reasons why you would leave it, but as a general rule of thumb, I don't see, I haven't seen a great amount of response when we have used the sidebar option. One of the great things about using a page versus a profile is you can actually get analytics you can see the stats. You can see the actual clicks that people have been making on your Facebook ads. And, and, and with that, are those sidebar options being used? And in my experience, they have not been. Guys, that is it for this sneak peek episode with Josh Burns. Uh, one thing that I want to ask you to do on top of my Mother's Day request so please go to churchmarketingsucks.com slash CMP and click on this episode to leave your Mother's Day suggestions, your Mother's Day ideas in the comment section. The other thing is I would love to ask you to rate and leave a comment, leave a review on our iTunes page. Uh, you can get to that from the same link that I just gave, churchmarketingsucks.com slash CMP. 
and uh, click on iTunes. Go there, leave a, a review and rate us. That is how more church communicators are going to find us through iTunes. It's a very, very big help and it takes about five minutes on your part. It can take even less if you just want to say it's awesome, you should listen. As a matter of fact, if you want to use that as your review, great. Go ahead and rate us. Leave your review. That's going to help us continue this podcast. That's going to help other people find us. All right. We will see you in a couple weeks with our first full-length episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I am very excited for what we have coming up. And, uh, and yeah, really excited not only for my own growth and education, but to be able to share that with you in this overall community. You guys, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to continuing our conversation on Facebook. Please help us out with our requests for iTunes and Mother's Day feedback. And, guys, we will see you in two weeks. Until then, I'm Dave Shrine. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dave Shrine. You can read my blog, DaveShrine.com. And uh, let's connect. Until next time, Shrine out.